0: You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. On Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time... I go live on Facebook to share my design tips, to answer your questions, to talk about what's going on in my world. Well, I not only share it on Facebook, now I'm going to be sharing it on my podcast. So today you will be hearing a recording of my most recent Facebook Live. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Yes, I know it's not Monday, I know it's Wednesday, but today is my first day back in the office after having two full days of clients and projects and excitement. And so it is Monday. I have so many emails to catch up on. My phones are ringing off the hook, which is why I'm seven minutes late for this awesome Facebook Live. But guys, I want to thank you because you have been inundating me with delicious design questions. I'm so excited to dive into them this week. So keep them coming. And certainly feel free to send me a question while we're live because that's my favorite type of question on the fly. Um, Speaking of on the fly, I didn't even comb my hair because it's Monday. So uh, bear with me. And let me just tell you a little bit about what I've got going on. So I love to give a glimpse into the projects that I'm working on. And first of all, it's all a blur. Um, But this weekend, I am designing a massive party. So on the 27th of January, this party will actually take place. It's a launch party for a jewelry line. In two floors of a skyscraper, the penthouse and the kind of above penthouse, which I don't even know what you call that. And it sounds posh, right? It sounds really luxe, but the space is completely raw. So the jewelry designer actually owns the skyscraper or his family owns the skyscraper. And they have just this raw, massive concrete slab, no lighting, huge space. And they want me to go nuts. But of course, course they want me to go nuts on a very modest budget. So we are turning lemons into tasty lemonade, trying to stretch that dollar. And this is where my extensive background in catering and food service comes in. Because while I was building my design business, I was a bartender, I was a cater waiter, and I was a waitress. So all of this was happening at the same time, and I love it when these worlds collide and I can call the party rental place and say, I need 24 drop tables, I need three bar tables, I need this many tubs for ice, but I can also say, I need a Chesterfield sofa, I need some industrial drop lights, I need 10 Persian rugs, and have it all come together. So Worlds unite, people. Worlds unite. And I see that Kara has written in with a live question, so let me dive in. You wrote, Hi, Betsy. What are your favorite sources for accent chairs and armchairs and for apartment-sized sofas? So let's start with accent chairs and armchairs. Do you want to sit in them all the time? Or are these just more for looks? If the chairs are just for looks, you're not really going to sit in them all the time, you're not going to curl up and read the New York Times for hours in one of the chairs, then I would suggest going to Wayfair. I would suggest going to Article. I would suggest going to West Elm. These are places for mid-price to low-price chairs that look really cute but may not have that uber comfort. If you want that uber comfort, look at places like Joybird, look at places like Crate and Barrel, or my personal favorite, Room and Board. But it gets a little bit pricey. So this is the chair that you really would spend more time in. The chair that you're willing to spend $800 to $1,800 on. That important chair. For instance, I just wanted cute chairs for my space. And please, pardon, do you hear that loud noise in the background? That's our town fire alarm. The firehouse happens to be directly across from my storefront here in Westchester. But um, I wanted just a really cute chair for my living room. And I have young children who were going to smear their sticky little fingers on the upholstery. So I didn't want to spend very much. So I went to Overstock and I got a perfectly cute chair for $250 that everyone comments on. Everyone's like, it's so cute but when you sit on it it's pretty stiff it's very mid-century looking and it's just not comfortable even though i'm happy to have a cocktail or a conversation for 20 minutes but i would never gravitate towards that chair to say watch a movie so the watching a movie chair is the room and board model and the entertaining guests who you enjoy but don't want spending the night is the Wayfair Overstock Bottle. So Kara, I hope that helped. And like I said, I love your live questions. So keep them coming. And while I anxiously await your next question, I'm going to dig into the mailbag. So going back to my mailbag here of all the wonderful questions that came in this week, my first question came from Tori. And Tori wrote me, Betsy, do you have a favorite storage unit for a small entryway? We throw our bags and jackets everywhere and we need something by the door, but we don't have much space. So, Tori, yes, I do have some ideas for you. The first thing that I love to do is I love to look at hall trees. So, you may be familiar with a hall tree because they are tall. Right? It's kind of a pottery barn, more traditional or transitional look. And it can be somewhat casual, like nice for a mud room. But if your living room is formal, you wouldn't want to put this right at the front. But basically, it's tall and it's almost like a wooden locker of sorts that has hooks on the top and then sometimes a bench or shoe cubbies on the bottom. And then your jackets can fall. And typically, there's a shelf at the top as well where you can put a basket with mittens or scarves. So it's a long, lean type thing. And if you had this space, I like to give one to each family member. So at a place like Home Decorators or Home Depot or Pottery Barn, you can buy them individually. And then they click together and then each person could have their own little locker or hall tree, right? So that can be a nice option if you have a little more space or mom and dad can share one and the kids can share one. So that's another option. But what I love... And what I have in my own entryway is something called the best unit from Ikea. And it's a modular system of rectangles that can be fitted together to serve your needs. For instance, we're just going to keep it real today. You know that's what I do. Uh, I am a dumper, right? I will never use a hanger to hang my coat. I will put it on a hook. And that's about as disciplined as I could ever get. So even if I had a coat closet, which I had in my last apartment – I never open the door because I'm not going to use a hanger. I'm going to use a hook. Uh, And then in terms of mail, I'm not going to open it right then. I'm going to dump it in a tray. And in terms of shoes, I would never open the door on a shoe cabinet. I need exposed shelves so I can shove my shoes and go. Like this is as disciplined as I get in this moment of my life. So you want to think about how disciplined are you? If you're quite disciplined, then I love shoe cabinets from Overstock and Wayfair. So if you just Google shoe cabinet when you're on – Overstock has my favorites, by the way – then you'll see that there's lots of them that have doors so that you could each take a shelf. And I love taking ownership of shelves with my label maker so that way everybody knows what their shelves are and if they exceed the room on their shelf, well, they know they have two much crap right so for instance um you could do that with the closed storage there is really something going on out here the fire alarm really set things off in my small town um it's nothing but fire trucks okay anyway that was a tangent but um They also have it overstock, and this would be my personal favorite if I were buying something that wasn't fully customizable like the Besta, but they have a shoe cabinet that has a cabinet on one side, a door on one side, and exposed shelving on the other side, so the exposed shelving would be great for day-to-day shoes, and then on the other side, you could put those rain boots, or you could put those heels, the things that you're not wearing as often. But um with the Besta going back to that, it's these modular squares and rectangles that you can piece together. You can make cabinet doors, you can add shelves, you can have drawers. So if you go to my website, affordableinteriordesign.com under the Westchester space, you can see that there is a Besta shoe cabinet that I created. It's actually my house, just FYI. And so I made my own entry moment because my entry is also very small and it's open to the rest of the living room. So I needed something that would really work for how my family dumps or how I want to train them to organize right so there we go so between that and the label maker we've got it all figured out at my house and now time for a commercial break is there one room in your home that could use a makeover one room that you just don't feel good about well For $3.95, you can work with one of Affordable Interior Design's amazing designers to completely transform that space in two hours. It's our virtual transformation package for $395. Work with our design pro, Kelsey Surak. She's been with Affordable Interior Design for five years. And in the two-hour experience, you will not only create the perfect layout for that room, you'll also online shop with our designer for six to eight items that fit your style and your budget perfectly. Reach out at affordableinteriordesign.com today. Let us know that you heard about this special package on our podcast. Use promo code podcast to get 15% off our virtual transformation package. Once again, you can reach out to us at affordableinteriordesign.com or contact us at info at affordableinteriordesign.com to set up your virtual transformation today now donna has a question for me donna writes hi i have a butter color couch what color pillow should i get the wall is a very light blue i have a white desk and a blue navy bureau so Donna, I want you to think about when you are creating a color palette for your home. And this ties into another question that's in my mailbag. So let's just let's just merge Donna's question with Lorena's question from Instagram. Lorena wrote me, how do I select a plan and color scheme for my home? So when you're planning your color scheme, Lorena and Donna, what you want to do is you want to think of an inspiration piece. An inspiration piece can be a pillow, a rug, a piece of art. Truly, it can be anything in your room that has three colors or more that you would like to utilize throughout the space. So I don't want you arbitrarily, Donna, to pick a color, right? Because then your room is a little bit random rather find something in your room that has that Navy from your desk but also has other colors that you may want to pull from so that way you can know what colors all your actions should be whether they're drapes or additional pillows, or bookends, or painted picture frames, or even ceramic lamps. Well, you can go back to that inspiration piece and to three colors that you've pulled from that inspiration piece to determine what accent colors you should be using. Because truly, with the color palette you've given me here, Butter can read as like a warm beige, so that could even be a neutral. It may not even feel truly yellow. And then the wall is a very light blue, so that could also maybe read as a neutral, but that navy is a color. So I want it to be in your inspiration piece. So I think the key for you, and maybe even, Donna, as you're thinking about it, you might say, oh, yes, I have a big painting above my sofa that has navy, green, magenta, lime. Well, only pull three colors from that, Donna, because otherwise you're headed to crazy town fast. And so choose one of those other colors. For instance, I am feeling magenta with this navy for the other two throw pillows. Got it? Oh, you said you think you've overdone it with blue because you have a blue rug and blue curtains. Well, I think you have, too. But uh, that's an easy fix because, you know, I'm not a huge fan of monochromatic rooms. You know, I don't want it to look themtastic. I don't want it to look like Donna's blue room, right? So you do need to break that up and if you're trying to break blue in a really fast way well then you want to go with its complementary color the opposite of blue the complementary color on the color wheel is yellow so that could be a really fast way to cut that and it sounds like you've done that with the sofa if it's truly a butter yellow but uh but think back to that inspiration piece because i never just pick a color palette i love and go crazy rather I find an inspiration piece I love and let it tell me what the accent colors will be for the space so find an accent piece Donna because you need that anchor so that you don't just go nuts and start designing with all your favorite colors. And in the meanwhile, you know, change out those blue drapes, because blue drapes on blue wall is just an overdose, right? So change them out for neutral. Do a tan, a taupe, or a gray, and that will immediately start to feel better. And it's a very affordable fix. I mean, you can get amazing drapes at places like Macy's, Bed Bath and Beyond for $35 or less. So I think that's a quick and more affordable fix than changing out that rug, which might be a bigger financial commitment. So there we go. So let me get back to another question from my mailbag. And this one came from... Jillian. Jillian wrote me, Betsy, I listened to almost 100 of your podcasts in about a month. They were so amazingly helpful, especially as my husband and I are in the process of buying and then getting settled into our first home. Well, my question for you is whether or not you knew of any reputable online undergraduate or graduate education options for someone, yours truly, who is interested in pursuing a degree in the interior design field, but unable to physically attend at this time. Thank you, Jillian. So I must say, the number one question I get asked, besides what should my budget be, is how do I become an interior designer? I have another career, I'm busy at home with kids, but I really have an eye for design and I want to give it a go. So I have given advice in the past, you know, that the first thing you should do is Do some designing. So offer some services free or at very low cost to friends or family members. Because a huge part of design is not just picking up pretty things. It's dealing with other people's opinions. Very few clients are going to let you go nuts and just have the Jillian experience. They really want you to find things that suit their tastes. So people think design is all about picking up stuff. But it's really all about helping build a client relationship so that you can understand their needs in terms of practicality but also in terms of style and then translate that back to them because maybe you don't really want to design in your client's style. Maybe you just want to do Jillian and then that does not an interior designer make, right? So that would be my first call is to practice. Practice in your own home, practice with other people, practice working on budgets, Practice with like-minded family members or friends who would be the type of client you would be looking for in terms of price range, things like that. Once you've done that a couple of times, then you can say, you know what, I really am interested in this field. I wouldn't dive in headfirst to a program until I would tried it for a while on my own and seen the realities of what design can be. And once you've done that, then the next thing that you might want to do is... I know it's hard to do this, but shadow at a firm or even go into a firm and just say, you know, could I be a fly on the wall for a week or could I intern for you for free? I mean, that's how I got my start. But the next thing is maybe to find those online classes. And unfortunately, I don't have any contacts for you. And in New York, there's lots of good night classes. So the night classes, you would have to go there in person, but they have them at FIT. They have them at Parsons. They're fairly affordable. You could choose your own career curriculum rather than having to get all these specific credits to earn a specific degree you can kind of try as you go and you know in retrospect I even wish I had done that now I really don't have the time because I'm so busy but also I've done 1500 spaces so I'm a pro at what I do But should I want to branch out into fully managing renovations or to tearing down houses and build them up? Well, I just don't have that level of expertise and I would definitely be going back to school. So Jillian, I hope that helps and I hope you find your path. Keep me posted if you have struggles along the way as you are working on your free family friend projects. And guys, thank you so much for listening. It's a pleasure as always. Bye.